Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We know that you were in this place. You were waiting for us, oh God. Lord, there is a work that you desire to do in your church. There is a work that you desire to do in my life. And so, Lord, we surrender to you, oh God. We surrender to you, Holy Spirit, that you will finish the work that you began, the work that you promised, the work that you desire to do. Father, even as we come to share your word, I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you will speak to our hearts, that you will speak to anyone and everyone wherever they are, oh God, that you will build, that you will make that which you want. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Lord, because you have given us all things for life and for godliness, that you will finish your work here on earth. May you have your way. May you open our hearts, Lord, that we will respond to you the way that you want us to respond to the glory of your name. In Jesus' name we've believed and prayed. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. You're once again welcome. We want to please have your seats. We want to welcome our visitors. Some of you may be online. And some of us are here physically, so you're very welcome. Amen. Nowadays, it's very, very important to be in the right place. Uh, we shared about that woman some time back. The lady who Jesus found at the well in John chapter 4. Because she happened to be in a place that Jesus visited. Her life was changed. Amen. May the Lord help us that wherever we go, we are mindful of that. Amen. We are in a time of preparation. God preparing his church for his coming but also for the end harvest. Hallelujah. He wants more into his kingdom. And in the first service, we reminded ourselves of different scriptures that we've been sharing. I already mentioned Jeremiah 18, but also on Wednesday, we shared about Luke chapter 5. About Peter, who was fishing with his friends, God will speak to us in our daily lives. And so God spoke to them and said, launch out into the deep. And Peter said, we have been here all night. I don't know how long you've been in salvation. You could be saying, Lord, I have waited long. He said he will come back. He went to prepare. Our part is to avail ourselves. And so Peter said, nevertheless, I will obey. 
And so he, they obeyed Jesus. And they caught so much fish. But the amazing thing, it wasn't even about the fish. Jesus later says, I have called you to be fishers of men. We could have got wherever we have our jobs, our families. But it's all about the souls. It's about his kingdom. It's about his harvest. And so the Lord is continuing to speak to us in this place and the church of Christ to position ourselves that he may do what he wants. We looked at Isaiah 6 about how Isaiah, him being a priest, and the chapter starts by saying that the year King Hosea died, he saw the Lord. On Saturday, we were challenging ourselves that Isaiah was a human being like you and me. But he beheld the holiness of God. And I asked myself that if Isaiah saw such a thing, have I ever seen it? Then if I haven't seen it, what is happening? Because the word of God is true. There is more the Lord wants to do in us. Uh, got with me to Isaiah chapter 6. What the Lord wants to do is to reveal himself the way he is to his people. At times, we may be taken over by maybe our activities. But there is a place where God reveals himself. And everything around us ceases. And he does what he wants. The Lord desires to do what he wants with his church. He began it. He wants to finish it. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 6. I will just read uh, verse 5. This is Isaiah saying, he's in the presence of God. Verse 1, Uzziah has died. And then he sees the glory of God. He sees the angels worshipping the Lord. And then in verse 5, he realizes and says, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I'm a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. It is time that the church sees Jesus. And we cease to see one another. We cease to see our programs. We cease to see what we want. And when Isaiah saw the Lord, he was ready. Amen. In verse 8, he says, 
Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Why the Lord is doing this preparation is that it will bring me to a point where the Lord can easily send me. Where my sight is not about the things of this world, the distractions around us, but it becomes about Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Joshua chapter 3, verse 5. I was telling people in the first service that if the Lord speaks to us to go over something over and over and over, we shall do so. Because like we saw about Peter, he thought that he had it. But Jesus had another level. Hallelujah. Joshua Joshua spoke to the people, I'm paraphrasing. Purify yourselves. Other scriptures say, sanctify yourselves. Set yourselves apart. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders. When the Lord speaks, he fulfills. There is a reason why. In Jeremiah 18, the Bible says that he does according to his good. Some of the things he does may not may not be good to me. But the potter knows what he is building. Briefly, let's go to Jeremiah so that we see that. Amen. There are things that God is trying to build. Our part is to obey him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, may you have your way. That's Jeremiah chapter 18. Uh, we can read from verse um, from verse 1, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause you to hear my words. Then I went to the potter's house, And there he was making something on the wheel. And the vessel that he made of clay was mud in the hand of the potter. So he made it again into another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make. Amen. That was the part, as seemed good to the what? To the potter. So he has the right to make me. Yes. Uh, shared with the first with the first with the people in the first service. At the beginning of this year, the Lord put a word on my heart. Just the word reset. And the Lord was speaking to me, He had reset the stage. He had reset the work in my life and the work in his church. In other words, his original plan and purpose for his church. It is like uh, the way you make maybe a TV or uh, a phone 
Only the manufacturer knows what he put there. And the purpose for that gadget. And so I'm not um, surprised by the way the Lord is guiding us. And leading us. Because when he says reset. My part is to position myself. So that he may fulfill what he wants. At times the spare parts could have gotten spoiled. And he wants to replace them. At times when we do it our way, we may replace the wrong parts. You just imagine you have a Mercedes Benz and you're trying to fix Toyota parts. It will never work. The church has tried. We have tried. You may be trying. But the Lord is saying, come. Like Isaiah. Draw to me. And I will do that which I have purposed. So that's why the Lord is speaking to us again and again in Joshua chapter 3. Sanctify yourselves. Purify. And that is done in the presence of God. Amen. Please go with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 5. We just want to see um, about some people who set their hearts and that was um, Solomon 2nd Chronicles chapter 5 God is setting up his church, his bride let's allow him verse 1 says that so all the work that Solomon had done for the house of the Lord was finished and Solomon brought in the things which his father David had dedicated the silver, the gold and all the furnishings he put them in the treasures of the house of God Solomon obeyed God according to what he had said. I remember there's a time pastor labored. I think we did obedience for almost a month or two months. Unless we obey, we will not come to that place that the Lord desires to the glory that he desires. Let's see what happens from verse 11. After Solomon obeyed the Lord, verse 11 says, and it came to pass when the priests came out of the most holy place, they had done all they could for all the priests who were present and sanctified themselves. Verse 12, the Levites who were the singers, all those of Asaph and Haman and Judathan, and with their sons and brethren, stood at the east end of the altar, clothed in white linen, having cymbals, stringed instruments and harps, and with them 120 priests surrounding with trumpets. Verse 13. Indeed, it came to pass, when the trumpeters and the singers were as one, to make one sound to be heard 
in praising and thanksgiving to the Lord. And when they had lifted up their voice, and the trumpeters and cymbals and instruments of music, and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, his mercy endures forever. That the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud, so that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. Amen. Amen. There is a point in which the ministers couldn't go any further. Because the Lord had taken over. The Lord wants to take over his bride, his church. He's coming to, for a glorious church. The Bible said after they had sanctified the step of coming to him, then he did what he does best. The porter came down and everything ceased. At times I wonder how much you think at times I have offered myself or what I have surrendered to God. And yet the Lord is saying, please still come. On Saturday we were reminded of one word also the Lord spoke to us at the beginning of the year. And the Lord was saying that he wants to do his work, perfect work in us. And I remember pastor says that the Holy Spirit does the best diagnosis. In medical terms, we say he finds out the root cause. At times you may think this is the cause. But actually it's not it. That's why David says, search my heart. Know the depth of my heart. So as we come to the Lord, he's able to search the deep things as he makes us what he wants us to be. Amen. Amen. The Lord wants his glory to return in the church of Christ. Amen. So on Saturday, we shared something close to that with the youth. And it's one thing that I'm going to now. That as we sanctify ourselves, as we come before the Lord, there is one major aspect, which is attitude the attitude of the heart and we saw there are many people in the Bible that got different results and the reason was because of where the of their attitude. With the youth we looked at Esther and Vashti both were beautiful women. Both had the opportunity to go before the king. But they saw different results. The Bible says that Vashti refused. But Esther surrendered to Haggai. The man who was in charge of preparing them. And the results were different. The Lord's will 
came to pass. Amen. Amina. Today we are going to look at two other examples. But maybe before we do that, yes, uh, are we ready? Yes. Um, I told the first service I was so excited that um, God blessed us with uh, a machine so you can give praise to God. All these things are there to facilitate us. Amen. Uh, what we are seeing here are some of the things, we, it's just part of what we use when we are training health workers. And one of the things that we train them about, and what we train about is called continu- quality, continuous quality improvement. But one of the major and important things is attitude. Attitude. Um, I was told a story in one hospital. That a lady had just given birth. And they, they chased her out of everyone in the ward. And one of the health workers was telling the woman, a mother who had just given birth by caesarean. And the, and the midwife was saying, Make your bed now. Quickly. But they are in us, they are qualified. They have studied. Now, you forgive me, I will use the medical field because that's where I am. That is not only one. Because I've trained this, there are so many stories we can tell. And it's not because we are not trained. It's not because we didn't go to school. But there is something that is hidden that even the president can't deal with. Not even our peers can deal with it. But But I believe that the answer is with the church. God who can change the heart of man. Hallelujah. And this is what I'm going to discuss. Here we have a picture. There's something they call an iceberg. I don't know what it is. In Luganda. It's not balafu. Yes, it's ice in water. And so here we see a picture of an iceberg on top of water. Can I have another one? Yes. So we can see that is not a shadow. Usually icebergs... What we can see is only 10%. But there is a remaining part in the bottom that can't be seen. Um, Can we go to the next? So we can see that above 10%, a 9% is hidden. Okay, can we see the next? All right. So the top represents the knowledge, the skills. In our example, it can be who you are. What we see. 
what the pastor knows about you what your wife knows about you what your closest friend knows about you is just 10% but there is a big one 9% that is hidden at times when we preach we come to church we just spend very few minutes we go to work we also spend few hours but there is that time where we have all that time and only God knows all those things the Bible says fear him who is able to kill the soul and the what? and the body. And the times when I'm preaching to people, I say we are medical doctors. We can heal. We, not heal. We can treat. And you get well. But the Lord sees the heart. And that's why he's calling us to come before him. So that he may deal with that 90%. No one can fix that. No priest, no pastor, only God can deal with that. And that's why when David sinned, he ran to God. I thank God for this season. We are having Bible studies. I don't know how many people are going back to those foundations. I have been, I've gone through that book, I don't know, I think five times. Because pastor would take us through it. And this time it's even different. God is not done with us. So maybe you put the last, you can click again and we see the last one. This is what we want to bring out. The 90% actually is the one that determines how you look. In other words, my time with the Lord, how much I allow him, the extent to which I allow the Holy Spirit to cultivate my heart will determine what I look like, my fruit. You know, at times uh, here we ask people, uh, maybe raise your hands. The choir is struggling to, to encourage us. And at times they say, Engalo, Engalo. It is about the heart. Pastor Andrew told us of the man who said he wanted to seek God for the whole year. And he did not do it. Because the heart was not in its position. The heart wasn't dealt with. If we are going to see the glory of God, we need to go the, through the process that Isaiah went through to avail ourselves. May God have mercy that this part is not dealt with because we will keep on as business as usual. We'll keep on with our services. We'll keep on coming to church. But we are not seeing the fruit. So the Lord desires to deal with our hearts. Amen. Can you go with me to Jonah? I'm going to just show us in this scripture 
about people who responded differently. Jonah was a servant of God. He was a minister. Amen. Verse 1, Jonah. We are dealing with attitude. Let's avail ourselves to the porter. Jonah chapter 1 verse 1 says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Verse 3, But but Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa, and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He left, he departed. People, let's not run away from the potter. Let's come to the potter's house. Not on Sunday. Not to our pastor. Not to the priest to forgive us our sins. There is one who made us. There is one who connected you. There is the one who created you and said there should be, there will be a Ruth born in certain, a certain family. She will live in this place. That is the kind of God I'm talking about. The Bible says that we were not born out of the physical, by the, the flesh, but by the divine power of God, there is that spiritual life of us. And once God deals with that spiritual life, then the top iceberg is dealt with. Hallelujah. The top part becomes what it ought to be. Not just called by names that you have a PhD or you are a pastor, you are a bishop. All that ceases. And the Lord glorifies his name. Amen. Jonah chapter 3. We are in the same book. No, let me first finish Jonah. The servant of God. Jonah chapter 4. The same book. Let's go to chapter 4. Jonah chapter 4. And verse 1. So Jonah runs away. They throw him in the boat. We may be aware of that story. He later prays. And the Lord gives him a second chance. In this verse, verse 1, chapter 4 of Jonah, says that, but it displeased Jonah exceedingly. And he became angry. That was after he ministered. <laughs> when people got saved for him, he was angry. Maybe I'll stop there. Now, what challenged me about this story was that actually Jonah obeyed. But the attitude did change. There was something that still wasn't right. 90% was still 
had. So I could be used of the Lord. I may be in the family of the Lord. But there is a place that the Lord wants to reach. A depth that he wants us to go to. As his church. That he may have his way. That my programs may cease. That I may see the Lord. And then he will send us out. Amen. Jonah chapter 3. We are now looking at other people now. That was Jonah. These are the people that received the word. So it's possible for us as preachers to remain, you know, unchanged despite what we say. So it's no longer, I remember a friend told me that as long as miracles are done, maybe the vessel is not perfect. That is not God's will. God's will is that he will save utterly and that he will come for a church without spot or wrinkle. Amen. So Jonah chapter 3 says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and preach to it, the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was exceedingly a great city, a three-day walk journey. It's amazing what sacrifices we can make to God and yet at times not even transformed. It's not about sacrifice. A broken and a contrite heart. That is in Psalms 51. The Lord will not turn away. Uh, I've just been reminded of 2 Chronicles 7. It says, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, shall repent and turn away, then he will hear and he will heal our land. Maybe the Lord is waiting for the church to humble ourselves that he will heal our land. Amen. Amen. So let's continue Jonah chapter 3. Verse 4 says that Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. Then he cried out and said, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God, proclaimed a fast, put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. Then the word came to the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne and laid aside his robes, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Verse 7. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh, by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man or beast, herd or flock, test anything. Do not let them eat or drink water. But let man and the beast be covered with sackcloth. And cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil ways and from the violence that is in his hands. Who can tell if God will turn and relent, turn away from his fierce anger so that he may not perish? 
The people of Nineveh believed God. We got a word last Sunday that was telling us, do not doubt the word of God. Those are things God deals with when we are in his presence. Doubt. They believed God. The king proclaimed a fast. In the first service, I said, may the Lord establish for us leaders that will bring us to that place of brokenness. We are trying to sort roads. We are trying to sort... To, to deal with the upper part, the appearance, the truth is people are perishing. It's unbelievable what people are doing without feeling anything. Someone was saying, oh, you just killings and no one is even bothered. Only God can reach that far. And so let's allow the Lord. It is not about what people know about me. The achievements I have made. It's about God. It's about what he sees. It's about the 90% that we saw. That is what God wants to change in his church. That we may be that which he wants us to be. The Bible says that God saw their works. And he turned from his anger. At times I'm so challenged... Um, the words we hear in this place. One day pastor said, we have so many intercessors. But what's the problem? An intercessor that is not changed, that is not touched by God, a priest that has not visited the presence of God can end up like Jonah for years. The Lord wants to do his work in us. Amen. Can we go to one scripture, Philippians chapter 2? Let's allow the Lord to do his work in us. Amen. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal to God, but made himself no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. Um, we were sharing with the youth, and I said, you just imagine you are the president's child, and they call you to be an ordinary person. You leave all your privileges, privileges to health, privileges to the best meals, your exempted taxes, and Jesus said, I'm putting all that aside for you and me. And God is calling us into that place of brokenness. Verse 8 says, still of Philippians chapter 2, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself. 
he became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Therefore God, has, therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above all names, and that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, of those in heaven and those on earth, and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In this scripture, the Lord is encouraging us that let us be like the Lord. The Bible says that the year King Hosea died, Isaiah saw the Lord. What is alive in me? What is it that the Lord wants to kill? Can only be discovered once we take it to the manufacturers to store. The one that made us, the one that created us, the one that searches our hearts and knows us. Please, can we stand on our feet? Amen. We are going to just take um, a few minutes. Just allow the Lord to have his way in your heart today. At times I saw that these few minutes they give us, you never know what's waiting for you outside. And because of the surrender that you did in a few minutes in this place, the Lord shields you. So just take a few minutes to surrender to God and say, Lord, I am here. I do not know how far you have gone with the potter. You may feel that maybe he is done with you. The Bible is said that he does what seems good to him. Let us allow him. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Father, as we have heard through your word today, your word came to Jonah. Your word came to the people of Nineveh. And all of them acted differently. Father, you know each of our hearts this morning. You know my standing with you. You know each one standing before you. Lord, as we have seen, people could have been seeing different things. But inside our hearts, Lord, you know us. But Father, I thank you because you have not called us, Lord, to leave us there. But you have a purpose. You have a will. Father, and you have showed us what you want to do. Father, you want to glorify yourself. You want to prepare us. You want us to represent you. And so, Lord, we surrender to you. Father, we repent. Lord, I repent in my heart, in my life. I bring before you my brothers and sisters. We bring before you the Church of Christ in Uganda. Father, we could have been existing in names. We could be existing because of the good buildings. Father, we could have tried to make things appealing to people but you are searching for a broken heart. You are searching for a broken heart. And we surrender to you this morning, Lord.
that you will continue to, to do your work in us, oh God. May there be people, Lord, that will present themselves into your potter's house, into your presence, Lord. May there be people that will not tire to seek you, to obey you, oh God. And Father, as a ministry in this place, we surrender our lives. We surrender every youth. We surrender every ch child, oh God, that you will not pass us by, oh God. May you have mercy. May everything that we have exalted, self, oh God, every idol, oh God, may you deal with everything that you desire, Jesus. Father, have your way. Have your way in our lives. Have your way in the leadership, Lord. Have your way in your church in Uganda. Have your way in our homes and families, oh God. Open our eyes, Lord, as we saw that you may open the eyes of our understanding, Lord, that we may know you, oh God. May you restore the true worship, oh God. May you restore the true worship, oh God. Father, we surrender to you, Jesus. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Father, we commit our lives. We commit everything before you. We commit this week. We commit this year. Father, this week we surrender it before you in the name of Jesus. Your word says that those who wait upon you, their strength shall be renewed, O oh God. May our strength be renewed, the strength to seek you, O oh God, the strength to go deeper in the name of Jesus. Take this moment to stand, to declare. The Bible says, even as we were saying in our groups, the power of renunciation and repentance. If there are things that have been stuck in your life, you can use the few minutes to renounce it and say, I belong to the Lord. Father, we say thank you. We renounce everything, every habit, oh God, every working of the enemy in our midst, Lord. Father, we choose to surrender to you. We choose to surrender this week and this year in the name of Jesus. We resist all the works of our enemy. We resist every disbelief, oh God, unbelief in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of unbelief in the name of Jesus. Father, we surrender to you, oh God, that you will have your way, oh God. Lord, your word says that you have given us the spirit of truth. He will guide us in all truth. May you guide us this week. May you guide us this month. May you guide us this year. Lord, may you have your way. Father, we offer this altar. We offer every leader that, Lord, you will have your way. Have your way in your church, Lord, in Uganda, in the nations, oh God.
lift up the leader of this house and that is Pastor Dennis that the Lord will keep him focused in him may the Lord achieve what he wants in this house as we saw in his word that after Solomon had obeyed the Lord fulfilled his will let's believe God to increase his grace upon his servant that the purposes of God shall be done Father in the name of Jesus we thank you for the leadership in this place we thank you for the servant that you have given us Pastor Dennis Father, we raise him before you that, Lord, even as you spoke to him and he holds by God the vision that you gave him for this house, for this place, oh God. Father, we know that it is not only for Faith Family Church, but, Father, it is for nations to call them to their place, to bring revival, oh God. Father, we lift up his your servant, O oh God, that Father, you will continue, O oh God, Father, to establish him in you. May you establish him in your presence. Father, may you take him deeper in you, O oh God. May you preserve him, O oh God. May you hide him, O oh God, in you. May you hide him in your presence, O oh God. Father, that your will shall be done in the name of Jesus. Father, and every fruit, every seed that he has planted shall bear fruit in this place. Every man and woman in the nations, Lord, in Asia, they shall bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Like Paul prayed for the people that he led, my God. Father, we pray that they shall be fruit in this place. They shall be fruit in Taiwan. They shall be fruit in Asia in the name of Jesus and the word of the Lord says that wherever we set our feet that we shall take that land in the name of Jesus that father whatever you have set before him father that you will fulfill it oh God may you renew his strength May you renew his faith, oh God. We surrender his family. We surrender mama. We surrender the children. We surrender everything that concerns him. We surrender these premises. Lord, that you will have your way. May you take every item. May you take every article. May you take our jobs. May you take our children. May you take everything, oh God, that you have given us, oh God, in this place to your glory Father we say thank you we give you praise Father may you seal this word may you seal all the other words that you have been speaking to us that they may bear fruit Father even those online they may not be in this place but the work that you are doing oh God is about you it's about your church may your kingdom come and may your will be done Father, we say thank you for this morning.
Thank you for the worship. Thank you for every vessel that you have used. Thank you for everyone that you have led to this place, O oh God, and to hear your word. May your will be done.